It's your purple. Raise your mugs and raise your little brown jugs and raise a toast. Welcome to Toast Radio. I'm Melissa Philibert making your life a little more purple. Today, we have an exciting show covering the Take Back the Night protest of last week, the new play of the drama department and the event of Grat Day. Stay tuned because we will have the chance to meet with members of the production of Children's Hour towards the end of the show. Let's start out with some Bishop's event of the past and current week. The annual Take Back the Night protest was held on Thursday, November 10th, and there were a large number of students in attendance. The protest took place one week after the Sexual Culture Committee reorganized a silent vigil to remember and support survivors, and it served as an opportunity to reclaim the right to walk the streets at night. One year after the message on the bridge, it is critical to continue fighting for the university's accountability in order to see future changes. If you've never heard of the Sexual Culture Committee, I encourage you to follow them on Instagram and support their efforts. They deserve to have a large number of us on their side in order to keep fighting. On a more academic note, this Wednesday, November 16th, from 10am to 4pm at the gate is Grad Day, a special event for students who are considering pursuing graduate studies. If this is your case, you will be able to obtain information on the different graduate programs available. During this event, you will have the opportunity to network with university representatives, understand better the functioning of application processes and requirements, or ask questions, if you have any, about graduate studies. So graduating or not, if you have a moment, you can always go and see what you find. Last but not least, did you guys hear that on Wednesday 16th is the premiere of Children's Hour, the new production of the Bishop's Department of Drama? Children's Hour was written in 1934 by Lillian Hellman. It features two teachers accused of being in a same-sex relationship, and the story explores the consequences of such relationship in a time where homosexuality is against the law. This theater piece was directed by Rebecca Harriers, assistant directed by Easy Tro, and stage managed by Eve Rowland. The play will take place in Turner Studio from Wednesday 16th to Sunday 20th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale at the Centennial Theatre box office, by phone or online. Check the Centennial website for more information. It's only $10 for students, and the plays are generally quite cool, so I'd recommend to go check it out if you have a bit of time. Coming up next on Toast Radio, a very special interview with members of the production of Children's Hour. I hope you stay with us. See you. 
Welcome back. Um, we're now with Eve, the state manager of Children's Hour, and Laura, one of the actors. Thank you both so much for being with us. Um, could you please both introduce yourself in your own words for our listeners today? Yeah. Hi, my name is Laura Fernandez. I am a education and drama major, and my role in the Children's Hour is I play Lily Mortar. Uh, she is the aunt of Martha. Hi, my name is Eve Rowett. I am a uh, drama honors student and film minor, and I'm the stage manager. Thank you so much for this introduction. I'm going to go on with the first um, question for you today. So this question is for both of you. How long have you been working on this play? Uh, we've been working on it since the beginning of the semester, so September, right after the New Place Festival, we started auditions. And ever since then, uh, it's been a long process, but a very good one, I think. Yeah, it's been about, we rehearsed probably five days a week. A lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Did you did you find this process challenging? And if yes, why? Uh, yeah, I would say it was a bit challenging. It was my first time being there from the, the start, but I know Laura's acted before. And there's a lot of character like building that we have to do, and we read through the script so many times. So it's definitely a big process, especially for the actors. Yeah, uh, working on a realism play, I think getting the characters down is our first step, uh, and that takes a while, especially if you have characters who are really dense um, and have a lot of background. Like, there's so many relationships, there's so many connections that the characters have, um, so establishing those 
was our first kind of thing to do and that took us a while but it makes it really easy to get everything else on its feet i find awesome thank you so much for that so in your opinions what are the main topics of the play i would definitely say it's a play about like laura said relationships and just how one little thing can completely change your relationship with people and change your entire life around i mean it's hard when you're dealing with um sensitive material and i think from our perspective in 2022 it's hard to think back to the 1930s because our play is set in 1933 it's it's hard to think back in how the way that people talk and the mindset of those characters is normal in that period that's not going to like deteriorate anyone's experience like you're going to be able to go watch the play and definitely pick up on these relationships and all these like complicated subjects that we're going to discuss yeah so laura touched upon it a little bit but what do you think that the topics touched upon in the play are still relevant almost like a hundred years later you know part of the lgbtq plus community is extremely relevant nowadays um and that is a, a topic that's mentioned throughout the play it's the main one of the main themes of the play um and of course that's relevant and seeing the way that people looked at it back then is interesting from our perspective um i think it also makes us aware of how it can affect people and how it can hurt people when hatred is so intensely spread and it makes us just so like proud to be where we are right now how far we have come yeah now this question is a bit more for eve but how do you think that this production is bringing something new to the story so I know it's one of like the first plays that we're putting back on completely like away from the COVID restrictions, COVID guidelines, and I think it's just a great new opportunity to have in Bishops. Our theater space in Turner has been completely rearranged so that you get this really authentic experience when you're watching the actors. And when you brought the script to life, what was challenging about doing this? Like Laura mentioned, it is a realism play. So what was challenging was getting those real connections and getting those real people down so that everyone who goes can really be like in these other people's shoes. And of course, having the actors go through all of this was very challenging. You have to have chemistry with characters. Sometimes you hate certain characters, but you still have to, like you still have to push through because even they have a purpose. I think... As an actor, um, get at my character, I don't really identify with her beliefs, but as an actor, you have to find those like those things that make them characters that are likable in some way and redeemable. Um, and it's it's hard, especially in our play. We have some characters that are very unlikable, very punchable. They do have, you know, they they believe what they are doing is right. And that is their purpose. I don't think anyone in the play is extremely hateable, except for one. But everyone has their... Redeeming qualities. Yeah. And this kind of goes with the next question I wanted to ask um, Laura. What do you love and what do you hate about your character? I love that she she is unintentionally funny, which is great at times. Um, It makes for playing up... Her character, fun. Uh, I love her costuming. It's phenomenal. I just, I, I, I think she projects a lot 
Uh, and that's something that I'm like, yeah, we got to work on that bestie. Um, <laughs> but she projects a lot onto her niece, Martha. That's something that's a little bit iffy. Um, and she's also a little bit homophobic. Uh, but I don't think that she does it to hurt Martha. I think she's trying to help her throughout the whole thing. And the way she sees it in her perspective is I am helping her, but it's not really that way. It's complicated. It's it's complicated, <laughs> but she is a good character. I do enjoy her a lot. Lily Mortar. Love her. <laughs> okay. So without giving anything away, what was uh, your favorite line of dialogue for both of you? My favorite character's line, she tends to go on a lot of spiels about her life um and she has one about Delia Lampert who is a co-worker that she's had that had a heart attack on stage and it's just this long monologue about how she saved her life uh praising herself and it's it just really connects with Lily Mortar I think it's really fun to watch <laughs> Laura do it on set because Mortar's an actress and oh, yeah. Laura is playing her very well it's so fun my favorite line is Joe Carden, who is our main male lead. Yeah. He just, he oh, goes up to another character and just says, it's an ugly house. And I don't know why, but it gets, yeah. it's just, I find it funny every time. My, I, I think my favorite line out of the whole thing uh, that's not my own is there's one character called Grocery Boy at the very end. And when he's leaving, he goes, Goodbye, girls. And it is so the creepy. funniest thing. The way that our actor does it is the funniest thing. Oh, it, it gets yeah, me every I, time. I don't think any of those give anything away. Okay, my last question for you is, what's going to surprise people about this show? And um, what is something they should look forward to? I think, just in general, look forward to how incredible a job both the cast and our tech crew and our costume designers just did with this entire play. The costumes are amazing. They're set. Everything's like, it looks like it was taken from the 1930s. We all worked so hard on finding that one specific chair that would make or break the room. Paintings, candy bowls, like the amount of different Details. types of jelly beans I had to look for. <laughs> and just the actors did a phenomenal job at bringing like this realism. But I think without spoiling anything, you're going to go in and get a very real experience. You're going to hate characters. You're going to love characters. You're going to cry and laugh and like feel upset. But it's all these emotions that we're just hoping people will experience when they come in. Yeah, I think for me, getting a story. And when you go to a play, you want to be taken away from kind of the real world and, and focus on a different world. Um, and I think we do an amazing job of telling that story. And you can really connect with a lot of the characters um, and their stories. And it is, it can be sad. It, it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry a lot. It is just such a well-written play. And it is just, there's so many amazing relationships and so many wonderful characters. And the costuming is amazing. Yeah, it's just such a dense play with so many things in it and we can skip over any details like no we did a good job of putting it all together 
yeah, it's very, very well done, I find, from what I can tell. It sounds really good to me. I already <laughs> wanted to come see it, and I'll promise I'll come watch you on stage, so I'm really Amazing. excited about it. Thank you yes. so much for coming today and answering thank all you. my questions. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Gators. I'm Elisa Fillebrood from Toast Radio, always making your life a little more purple. Thank you.